Welcome, Elder Emos. On this episode of the Elder Emo Hours podcast, join the Elder Emo Hours crew as they sit down with Chicago's finest, The Never After. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, hello. <laughs> How goes loving, it? Loving Flex. the muscles. That was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Who did muscles? Patrick did. <laughs> <laughs> that was me, dude. He's been reading that swolly Bible. <laughs> it was perfect. It was so good. Um, so to start us off, guys, tell us uh, tell us a little bit about you guys. Uh, I know that we've got a single releasing this week. We've got an EP coming out in April, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So tell me a little bit about that. Who's going to talk first? Uh, we'll give it to Connor for this one. <laughs> yeah, we'll give, it, we'll give the right. mic to Connor. <laughs> Connor take this All, right. All right, for sure. Uh, yeah, so this Friday we've got our acoustic single, Little Bird, coming out that has kind of caught a little bit of traction on uh, TikTok which was super duper exciting and really encouraging because um, I actually, I didn't tell any of the band guys this. So I sent, what? <laughs> I sent the first, uh, I sent the first rough draft to uh, my uncle was like a huge fan. Like he just really likes the music. So I sent him like the first draft, a little bird and he, <laughs> I should pull up the text. He goes, Hey man, cool song. Uh, super wordy and it was hard to follow but like you know keep going <laughs> and i was like super thanks wordy. hey keep appreciate going. that and uh thanks for the support going, so bro. i was like yeah i was like i was like dope red see you at christmas i guess what the hell <laughs> so like uh yeah so for like literally for like two seconds i was like i was like oh man does this song suck <laughs> But obviously, obviously that's not the case. So yeah, I'm super duper excited to, to put this out. I think we all are. Um, and then uh, after that, we have technically three more songs to come out. Uh, we're kind of kicking around which song to film the next video for, because the last two songs uh, may or may not get video, may or may not get music videos. Uh, originally, when the band started, it was to put out uh, a single on a, a rarely reg like a fairly regular basis just so that we weren't like this new band that all of a sudden emerged with an EP and you know everybody listens to it listens to it listens to it and then all of a sudden you know they drop off and so what we wanted to do and you know since we're a new emerging band we wanted to kind of keep listeners engaged consistently with us by releasing content music on a fairly regular basis um we've done a pretty good job at that we got held up a little bit back in December which kind of set things back a little bit but overall like we've been releasing like we got content. held up literally because we're from chicago yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah right <laughs> look i've watched chicago pd i can only imagine <laughs> it gets a little hectic gets, that's gets exactly a little wild. how it is <laughs> it's a little wild sometimes yeah okay, let's go lock the doors at this stoplight <laughs> right like, right so feel like talking, losing my talking about that how long have you guys actually been a band like how long have you guys been together? Not even a year. Oh, not even a year. Okay, like that's nine months. <laughs> okay, I was gonna. Say... A year ago? A y... That's kind of Arnley's uh, story a little bit. Uh... <laughs> Passing the mic to Arnley now. <laughs> uh, it all started because yeah. I wanted to make an emo band last year, and I hit up Pat, <laughs> and it was supposed to be kind of just like let's just make a song and put it out and see what happens. And one song kind of turned into a whole EP, and here we are eight months later. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Literally. No, we didn't have to do well, that whole creeper route. So. That's yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Felicity. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, We're God. just like trashing, like, people that use Craigslist are losers, <laughs> man. No. <laughs> They're phonies. <laughs> Damn, Craigslist, though. That's, <laughs> Craigslist is risque, man. You might be like, hey, man, I play bass. Also, I kill people. So, like... <laughs> yeah, you, you can't, yeah, you can't put yeah. a pass in Chicago, that's for sure. 
No, 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 definitely, definitely not. <laughs> now, you guys were all um, in previous bands before the Never After. Yeah. Some yeah. of us are still in still, bands right now. Yeah. Interesting. I am, uh, yeah, I'm in a, I'm in currently in a post-hardcore band that I have been in for, like, the last almost 10 years uh, called Arabella. And, Damn, uh, it really been that long? Wild. Dude, it's been, like, it's been eight, it's been... It's been eight years. We'll, we'll give it eight years. It's definitely been eight years. So, uh, yeah, I don't want to... Whatever. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> that's wild. We're <laughs> only... Whatever. Bro, that's like going through first grade through eighth grade, man. That's a long time. I mean... <laughs> yeah. It's been... Brittany, it's been, been what? Time. 15 years since we were in a band? <laughs> wild. Yeah. Dude. So it's been 15 years for us. And, yeah... Full circle. <laughs> it's probably exponentially less stressful. <laughs> no. No. Well, as our band, the only thing that we could that actually... depends who you ask. Yeah, as our band, the only thing that we could actually play was Beverly Hills by Weezer, and it was terrible. <laughs> terrible. Uh, I mean, that's, that's still a pretty solid cover. I but I'm also not that, the only one... I still think of that video of that keyboard, of that town show, that band playing Beverly Hills by Weezer, and then the keyboard just falls out of nowhere. <laughs> but I I am not the only one in a side project. Jimmy also has a, uh, a, a, I guess I'm not the one with the only main project. Jimmy has a, a main squeeze yeah. as well. Yeah. Pl- plug that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you were done talking or not. Uh, uh, yeah, I play guitar in another <laughs> band called Tragic Figures. It's like post-punk. A lot, lot different. Uh, it's emo in a whole different way. I was going to say, so it's like... Still singing sad songs. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, so your backgrounds in music, like, for your side projects and stuff, is a lot different than what you guys collectively are. Oh, yeah. Yeah, honestly. Interesting. Yeah, I'd Tim, say. Well, Tim is, Tim is in a... Tim is in, like, a... Yeah, Tim's in like a thousand bands. Like a, yeah, he's in like a. Well, he's a drummer. He's a drummer. He's a drummer. So like, obviously, every yeah, every music scene has like episode. every music scene is like two drummers that every band shares. It'll yeah. be a bonus episode for just him. <laughs> His own hour. Give a spinoff episode. But yeah, I want to. I want to. I want to plug his. I want to plug his main band, which is Fools Brew. They're like it's just a straight metal band, like Lamb of God or like uh, Slipknot. Uh, Slipknot, yeah, very, very wow. raw like metal band. There's only four of them, but they do have a keg that they beat the shit out of on stage, and it's pretty, <laughs> pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. Okay. It's 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 tight. Oh, that's still keg. That's awesome. Oh yeah. I think it's the same keg they've always used. Just like all that keg just gets And it survived? It's alive. <laughs> it's there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we'll 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 send them all to you. We'll send the whole laundry list of other <laughs> things we ever Yeah. Send the whole thing. Yeah. And even like if you want to really throw us off, throw like in sync in there. And see if we like <laughs> we check that out too. Can't go wrong with that. I get told all the time that I look like the either. I think it's the bass player from the Word Alive. I think his name's Tony or something like that. I, I get told the bass player from NSYNC. That's <laughs> my thought. <laughs> I don't know. I'm getting kind of Joey Fatone vibes. Joey Fatone. All right, that's, I'll take that. That's fine. Let's bass. Joey Fatone. <laughs> that's bass. I was gonna say major Joey Fatone vibes. I'll take it. I'll, I'll take it for sure. Um, so kind of uh, going a little bit back to the music and things like that. Uh, you guys have a bunch of different side projects and things that you do. And then you've got this collectively. What made you decide to do this? Like, aside from the fact that you wanted to start an emo band. Like, what? That was like it. Did you just want to have want like, the right, like... It was, I mean, literally it was like. Sad music? I mean, Arnley posted a Facebook status yeah, yeah. that started it all. Yeah. Yeah. It was, I posted a status that said, like, I want to write 2004 emo music. And then Pat literally came over, like, the next day. All right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then we wrote, we 
Yeah. Well, I I like heart react. I just like I just like heart reacted to the status. I like remember this. I like heart reacted it, and um, because like I like I had first actually met and conversed with Arnley like a month prior uh, when he actually shot a music video for my other band Arabella, and yeah, he uh, so we shoot the music video and then he makes that post like a month later. I liked it. You know, I was like sliding his DMs, and so he literally. <laughs> He then turns around and he texts me and he's like, yo, you can sing, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, put some lyrics and shit to this, to this track. So I was like, okay. So we did. And it turned out really well. And then we were like, yo, we need a bass player. And I was like, I bet Jimmy will do it. So I hit up Jimmy. I was like, hey, man. Yeah. Well, because I was a little nervous about asking Jimmy just because the last time I had talked to Jimmy, dude, you were like, I don't want to play bass. And, and I was like, I'm done. You were like, I want to play guitar and focus on that. And I was like, yeah. I was like, dude, it might be a long shot. And then I sent it to Jimmy, and Jimmy was like, Yo, let me play bass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, I, yeah, pretty much. I had known. I feel I like that Connor whole like. What? Connor brought in ten. Yeah, yeah, and then well, we yeah, Connor definitely brought in. We 10. needed a drummer, and I was like, and Tim and I were gonna start a pop prunk, top prunk. Top pop punk project. Drink another one. Yeah, it's not even done with the first one. Holy crap! Uh, t- Tim and I were going to start a pop punk band like early twenty, like right when COVID hit. We were like, screw it, let's start an online project, and uh, that just fell through almost immediately. And so when this came around, I was like, oh, I got the perfect guy. He's a solid drummer. And then, well, I think me and me and you had already been like talking about jamming and maybe yes, doing some that's right shit that's too right. but then tragic figures came along and i was like ah, oh yeah sorry, because dude. can't yeah right because now. literally like a month prior so tim and i had this plan we we're like yo let's start a pop punk project you know we could do this and i was like oh my boy jimmy just started playing guitar he really wants to be in a band like this it's not metal play guitar in it perfect spot so i hit him up after jimmy had been like yo we should totally do something <laughs> like like a week later i hit jimmy up and i go yo dude we should totally do this. And he's like, ah, man, I kind of got something already going. Sorry, sorry, dude. I was like, sorry, this yeah. band. bad timing. But it worked it out. Work out. It definitely worked out. I feel like that's probably the, the most, the best way of telling, of saying it's not a phase mom. When yes. you're like, I want to make 2004 emo music. As an adult. Let's do it. <laughs> like, yeah. I was that's, like, yeah, it's not a phase. Sorry, Ma. So then explain to me Right. So then explain to me how you got the name The Never After. That's Where'd that come again. from? Was it the never ending story? No. No. So um so I'm actually working on a short movie and Connor's in it too. And the band name in the movie was called The Never After. And then I brought it up to Connor, and he, he, he said something like, oh, The Never After is in a band name already. There was, it was like something along that. And then we looked, I looked it up on Spotify, and it wasn't taken. So I just suggested, let's use The Never After. There were like variations. Like there was like um, Ever After or like um, the, the Never Enders or something like that. But like. Uh, yeah, but there was nothing like The Never yeah. After. So we were like, bam, let's claim that right now. Yeah. yeah, it rolls off the tongue nice and easy, real easy to remember, easy to say. <laughs> so what you're telling me is basically how you guys formed together was all of the emo stars aligned perfectly and it all just kind of fell into place. Weirdly. Yeah. That, yeah. Weirdly. <laughs> Essentially. Shit never yeah. happens like that in music. Like it almost, it's <laughs> never like, it's always like, hey man, actually kind of just want to play jazzy Christian rock. So, nah. <laughs> It never happens like that. And yeah, it, it never works. Happened. Yeah, you usually like text for a little week and then it dies down. Jimmy, you drinking a PBR yeah, right say, now? Because most. Are you drinking a what? PBR right now? Is that what I saw? I Dude, am. Jellies. Oh. Jelly is frig, man. Oh, do you Sponsor hate me? yourself? Oh, what? Dude, PBR is <laughs> PBR is top tier. Like Guinness, Guinness is right here. Guinness is way down here, and PBR right up there, man. Look, look. If we were in the same state, we would probably fight right now. Winning fifty million dollars. You guys feel about my lord? 
Look, I lived in the craft oh, breweries, like one of the top <laughs> ten craft breweries. Oh my god! Look, this interview is over with. It's done. Right here, right now. It is done. You know, you know they earned that blue ribbon for a reason, right? It's not just given away. <laughs> this is it. This is it. We're taking it off of emo night. We're ending the interview. Fire. No more. <laughs> Yeah, we had that man, but never after on. And then we asked you guys a question. How do you feel about Malort? About, oh, I've heard about that. You've only heard? You've never Never had it? You've only heard? Let me tell you, don't even. I know, it's disgusting. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. I love it. Don't ever listen. It's amazing. No, it's not. When you come to Chicago. You can't fool me, Connor. When you come to Chicago. You can't fool me. It's like, it tastes like. It tastes like how a plant would taste if it was liquefied. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. I think if you drink a rose, that's, that's... If you could taste yeah, what, like, a delicious. heart attack would be, that's kind of what <laughs> I imagine. That's sweet tea in the South. It's an acquired taste. Type my life flash before my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> Diabetes. Diabetes. It's the same thing. Diabetes. Like, it all leads to the same thing. Look, I live in the one of the top ten cities in the United States of craft beer, so don't come to me about alcohol. <laughs> All right, fair enough. We have the best beer. Yeah. The best beer. <laughs> so you can take your PBR elsewhere. My house. Take it to my PBR. house. I'll drink it. <laughs> but I can't say. Also, can't say much because I'm drinking a Bud Light seltzer. So. Yeah. What? Oh, oh my God. That's a fire though. It was Those an eggnog wine. PBR sucks <laughs> as I sit back on this wine cooler. Look, it's eggnog flavored, okay? <laughs> oh, it's a little late for eggnog whoa, season. Whoa, whoa, no. It's good, though. That's, on, that's only for the months of November I could drink December. eggnog. Um, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you bite Pump? your tongue. Oh, pumpkin? You bite your tongue. With <laughs> Contempt. I bleed pumpkin spice. I bleed pumpkin spice. Mm-hmm. Those are my initials, pumpkin spice latte. Oh my god, is it really? Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Is it P really? and the L, yeah. PSL, man. Patrick, Sebastian, Lewandowski. Wait, what's the S? Yeah. Sebastian. I'm never going to forget that now. Like, every time I see it, I'm going to be like, oh, pumpkin spice latte. Like, that's just who you are. God. PSL. Okay, circling back. We're a band. (laughs) Now that we're talking about beer. That's fine. We totally get it. Yes, that's what we call it, herding cats. But it all kind of leads in because some of your TikToks are actually freaking hilarious. Like, Connor, the one of you in the shower was like, I've never been more attacked in my life. Doing that TikTok? That video. Doing that TikTok took like... Okay, if you ever... You should have seen the unedited yeah, the, version. The unedited <laughs> version's like five minutes long. Kid-friendly, remember. Kid-friendly. The unedited version's like five minutes long, and like I start off with like looking in the camera being like, I really hope this works. It's like water's just like dumping on me. By the way, if you ever want to give yourself like an internal anxiety attack, step into the shower fully clothed, and then just watch what your body... like. Watch where your brain goes. You're like, this is wrong. This is all wrong. None of this makes any sense. And like, like literally going to turn the shower on fully clothed in the shower. I was like, I don't like my body was like, dude, stop. Don't you shouldn't do this. This is not how you're supposed to do this. It's like sleeping with socks on. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like if you, uh, oh, like nails on a chalkboard or like, have you ever seen someone take their eyebrows and like go like this with them? Like go inward. It's like really messed up, you know? Oh, stop. <laughs> I've never like, seen that. Like, instead of someone, instead of, instead yeah, of someone going like about? this, I've just seen, like, straight sociopaths, like, yeah, dude, totally, man. I just got to, like, really focus up here. Like, push him inward. <laughs> push it, like, right? It's uncomfortable. It's un- it's unsettling, and it's super uncomfortable. That's never seen like that. like to sit in the shower fully clothed. <laughs> and do that TikTok. <laughs> it took, like, it literally took, like, 15 minutes to the point to the point where my roommate, the door was open, like the door to my bathroom was open, and I had like a clear shower door, and the and the door was like open, like I have a clear shower door, and the door to the shower door was open. So I'm sitting there, full fully clothed, and that was also a vodka bottle that I had crappily taped RAR XD over, 
and I was like, and I was just like <laughs> chugging it, and like as I was chugging it for like the first take, my roommate walked by and is like, "Dude," like, and I was I was like, "It's cool. It's for the internet. I, this isn't actually open." Like. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, don't worry, bro. It's all fine. Everything's cool. So, well, you do know that now TikTok, you can upload up to ten-minute-long videos. Oh, what? it's ten now. It's ten. Gosh, Who would watch it's a ten? Stupid. That's long right. as hell. But to hit Dude. the algorithm, you got to do the seven-second thing. But you can upload ten minutes. I don't think we got the time for that. You know what we should do? No. You know what we should we, no. we should we should totally not watch do this the thing. ten minute TikTok. Remember Sorry. when bands used to do That's like a long showers on records? <laughs> like you'd like have to listen to the full record and then that last song would have like a four minute gap. Like yeah. uh go the ghost inside did this. Um and like you listen to like the like the full thing and then the last song is like a four minute gap of silence and then like another song comes in. We'll do that with TikTok. We'll make like a funny thirty second long TikTok and like a two minute gap and then put like half the EP in that TikTok so that so that like only like three people here they're like, dude, did you guys hear the new the new stuff? And they're like, No, dude, I didn't listen to that. TikTok is insane. Why would I do that? I'm not listening to a ten minute long TikTok. Remember that idea. We'll do it we'll do it tomorrow. If you see a ten minute long TikTok on ours, yeah. you'll hear Got the fully got it yeah we know exactly what it is well it was funny because i had like i had found that video uh of you in the shower doing that whole thing and then it was like then the videos of little bird came in after that and i'm like wait what (laughs) like it was was so like opposite ends of the spectrum i'm like okay this is really funny like i relate to this i'm attacked by this and i was like now so, I'm gonna cry. So, so is that the, so that's the TikTok that you discovered us on? Not like because we had posted like three before that. That's so funny. Oh my god! Nope, yes. that was the one because I had sent it to Brittany. Sick. I had sent it to Brittany, and I was like, "Oh my it's god, I live. love these guys." And then that's when I discovered Little Bird. I was like, "We need to get them on the show." We've been trying to like crack the TikTok world for like the past like three months. Love. And it just took Connor in the shower to crack yeah. into the emo world. Writing in my sad diary. <laughs> Look, we started this podcast a month ago, and we're, I don't know how we've gotten as much success as we have in the past month, but it's them seven-second videos with the big text on them. We've had, like, yeah. six of them hit the algorithm, and we went from, like, 300 followers in a weekend to, like, oh, it's crazy. almost 3,000. I don't know how it happened. And they're like, some of them are the stupidest of videos. And it's just like, they're seven seconds exactly. Because you can edit it to be seven seconds. And it's all of them are my cat. Like, it's the weirdest thing. It's not of anything of too much value. It's just all my cat. Or my wall. Everybody knows what my house looks like by now. (laughs) Like, everybody knows what my house looks like. So it's fine. It's fine. Um... (laughs) But yeah, so that was a TikTok where we had discovered you guys um, because I was very, very attacked because I do that even in my 30s. I thought that was Um, normal. And then... I'm going to do this right after the podcast. (laughs) Shocker, I did it before the podcast. I need to go continue afterwards. Um, But again, after that is when I found Little Bird. So talk to me about Little Bird because that's... That's something that's a little bit different than beautiful portraits and things that we've listened to. Uh, Brady's got a funny story about your Spotify Rad. too, which Stoked is hysterical that. from last um, night. Yeah, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but talk to me about Little Bird I and guess, what, um, what all that's about. Sorry, I'm stealing the mic again. Um, I wrote the lyrics. Well, I mean, that's wrote it, it so. <laughs> Not, I'm not even really uh, on that song. That's right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. No bass on not it. Not yet. That's, <laughs> so so, that's not a shot. It's just facts. There's no bass. It's just, it's fact. Yeah. Brady's like, as a fellow bassist, I'm out. <laughs> I'm a drummer. I don't have any representation so, so, here. So, so bass in it? 
Uh, all right. <laughs> so, uh, so, anyway, so back, little bird back to Little Bird. Tell me about out, it. Uh, we were, we were actually at Arnley's place and, uh, we were just kind of jamming around. I can't remember if it was the three of us. I think it was just me, Pat and Arnley. Um, and they were just kind of jamming like the chorus of uh, Little Bird and like they were just jamming it and I was just kind of sitting there like thinking of like a melody or like lyrics and whenever I think of like a melody usually the melody will come first and it's like pure gibberish and I'll just like ah, just say random words so uh, I literally um, just sort of like through like a weird channeling my energy through the sad emo waves. Uh, they were jamming the chorus and I just literally sang out so long, farewell. I'll see you on the other side of this place. I call my hell. And we all stopped and we're like, dude. Uh, yeah. That was like and, the uh, lyric. So I was like, okay. All right. Sick. So I just kind of took it from there and wrote, Wrote the rest of it. We got a cat. Oh, Jimbo's cat. Oh no, he's Jimbo's. We lost Pat. Right what oh, happened? We lost Patrick. Uh oh, oh no. We lost pumpkin spice. We latte. lost PSL. <laughs> we lost PSL. So, well, wait, because so, he's got to come back in, right? In order for it to like completely download. All right. <laughs> yeah. Does does somebody want to tell him that was well, he, he was part. in there? Yes. He was in when we had that conversation, right? Well, yeah. he was at ninety nine percent, so he oh. may not be his might not Sick. be that bad. Yeah, he will be. He'll be back. He probably didn't take Odie out. That's fine. Here, Where was back. I? What was I talking um, about? He's back. Oh, there he is. We got word. There he is. He's back. Oops! Big oops! Oops! Uh, oops! Big oops! You Back. left. You abandoned us. I couldn't hear that story anymore. <laughs> I'm about to write another song now. I'm just gonna, just gonna do my. Dude. <laughs> It'd be like, dude, this doing this is the equivalent. Instead of like stroking your beard like this, you like go upwards like this, like a real sociopath, like just like real messed up stuff. All right. Anyway, what the hell's Look, I'm gonna tell you what. If I ever go to like, if I ever go out with somebody and they do the eyebrow, like they're thing, sitting there at dinner and they're just like, yeah. So that's like, anyway, and you're like, could you stop? Like, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. And then you gotta tell us about it because I have still have never met anyone that has ever done that. Yeah, I, me neither. I didn't either until I just met Connor. So what? I think Connor might be the only one who does it. That's where it came. from. <laughs> But now I'm gonna be like over analyzing it, like, like everybody I see like, and be like, they're like, "What are you talking about? What eyebrow? Is thing? that an eyebrow thing?" <laughs> the re- or they'll think I'll be like, the "Oh, you're talking I, about the like the I rock? That, how they they shift the, the eyebrow?" The reason I said that is no. because in high school there was this girl that I used to know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm watching Jimmy try to do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the reason I did that is that they. Well, the re- <laughs> Must be a basis thing. The reason I did that is because there's. I used to know this girl that like, <laughs> if you did this in front of her, she would she would like get the heebie-jeebies. Like she would be like, oh my god, stop, stop. There's like nails on a chalkboard to her. So like ever since then, I've always like just been like, dude, like apparently there's a very small portion of the population. If you look them in the eye and you just do this, their day is ruined. Now, that's crazy. It's wild to me. What the hell were we talking about before any of this? It's so weird. What are we t- I have to keep my I'm have to uh, keep my eyes open for that. Keep your eyes open it. and your eyebrows <laughs> even opener, buddy. Even opener? Oh my god. Um. Oh god. Oh yeah, that was, that's right. Okay, so back to yeah. where we were about Little Bird. Yeah, what are we talking about? Um. So about kind of, what it's so, about. Oh, yeah. So I rattled that lyric off at, the, at, at when we were jamming it and uh it just it like sort of just took its shape almost right then and there that it's about losing someone that it's kind of and and 
that lyric is like, you know, all right, I'll, you know, I'll see you on the other side. Like that alone kind of tells you that like, it's about, you know, losing somebody, seeing them wherever, you know, you go when you die. And so, uh, I just kind of wrote the rest of the lyrics around that. And I kind of started to, um, I kind of started to, well, the song sort of started to take shape. And so I kind of had like a rubric and a guideline to follow in that, um, you know, it was about like coming to terms with, you know, letting someone go, uh, you know, someone that, you know, is dying, someone that, you know, is, you know, gonna cross the rainbow bridge at some point and, you know, coming to terms with it and, and realizing that, you know, they're better off not here on this earth. They're better off somewhere else, but you can't, you know, necessarily go with them, uh, even though you want to. So I just sort of started to write towards that narrative and, um, the lyrics, it was, it was weird. You know, the lyrics just kind of sort of fell into place and I started to, um, piece together, you know, melodies and stuff like that. And, uh, it wasn't necessarily, I want to say it was necessarily like a challenge to write melodies and lyrics to it because I'd never done an acoustic song before my other band, Arabella, like we've never done an acoustic song. So, um, and then I personally, even before that, after that, wherever, like I'd, I'd never sang to an acoustic song. So I was a little like, not nervous, but I was like, man, I hope this like doesn't suck. Like, <laughs> I hope it's not too wordy and like too lengthy as my uncle would have so elegantly put it. But, uh, <laughs> right. Like, well, how, how, how dare you use how words? How dare I pour lyrics, my dude? soul on paper, <laughs> but, uh, no, so the lyrics and everything just kind of, you know, started to come together. I started to kind of get the melody for what I wanted to do with it and where I wanted to go with it. Um, you know, and just uh, once the song was done and, you know, we had like a clear direction on what we what we wanted to do with it, we didn't add too much, you know, instrumental in, instrumentally, uh, like post-production stuff. Um, you know, there's just like a few nice flowy things, but... In terms of acoustic stuff, we kind of want to play around a little bit more with um, like a raw acoustic sound uh, instead of because Little Bird is is acoustic. It is fairly raw, but it's produced, you know, so there are, um, you know, there's there's some background sounds and noises that, you know, go on that just kind of adds to the overall song itself. And what we were talking about doing was maybe taking songs like Beautiful Portraits to Stress Call uh, others that we have that aren't released yet and turning them into a, an acoustic, uh, like an acoustic rendition, but just literally setting up like one mic in the room and then maybe, Oh yeah. Sorry. Hey, don't give away uh, our plans. Just kidding. None of that. Hey, don't happen. give away our plans. <laughs> well, I mean, at the end of the day, I feel like, all right, he's got it. We got to kill him. But I feel like anything that's turned into like acoustic always, always hurts yeah. a little bit more yeah. than something. Exactly. Like that, that cover of, um, oh, regardless of what it is, that Puddle like, of Mud did, that hurt really bad to listen to, you know? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Like that really terrible cover that they did. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Where he was, I mean, like, oh, was no. it, what? was it, yeah. I, 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 it was about I a girl, yeah. Oh, someone hating it. I know he covered Nirvana, <laughs> and it was it was bad. It was, it was really bad. It was bad. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So we're not turning any other songs to acoustic. Forget everything I just said. I was kidding about everything I just said. So um, forget all that. Uh, but yeah, no. Just that's, kidding. You didn't hear anything. Little Little Bird is about. We'll just do one big long beat. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like talking like in the all background, of just like keep going. Um, but yeah. I'll speed you up to make it look like you're a lot um, more animated. But that would be uh, while the whole beef is going. On. I personally would like to eventually down the road at some point uh, turn you know kind of do what Neck Deep did with December and turn Little Bird into like a full band production. I would love to do that. That would be fun. I feel like that would be great for it too because it's it's a it's a very it's a from the little bit that I've heard of it of what you guys have released on TikTok, I can already tell it's going to hurt. Regardless, it's going to hurt. Those like yeah, eleven it's strange, seconds, right? Like it's it's have it's very it's very weird. A lot for us uh, actually. Cool. Oh, I'm sure. A lot of people are hurting from it, so I kind of feel bad at the same time. Well, it's also very relatable. Right. So, like, if somebody finds something like that's like it's kind of like your hook for people to get into because it's like, oh, you've you've released this part of it. It's something for somebody to relate to. 
then they latch on to it and then the rest is history then they're it, it is yeah. what it is that was it's also I mean, with like with like this type of song like ev- not everyone's gone through like a breakup but yep. almost everybody has like lost somebody in their life oh yeah oh yeah and some people have like major importance and still suffer from it as well so it's something relatable or could even be something for them to kind of get some closure from too so kudos to you guys for that kudos for you guys for that uh i'm very excited for it to come out because i want to listen to the entire thing oh yeah yeah, yeah. um we were we didn't make that we had we like sent it to someone and they made it oh yeah nigel crown did shout out one time nigel crown crushed it with that edm (laughs) remix even still, it popped on, and I was like, why do I know this song? Like, where have I heard this from? And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, oh, it's an EDM remix of it. Okay, now I'm following. Um, so there's, right I feel like this is going to be a fun question to ask you guys, because where we're at in this interview anyway. Um, we get, I got asked this question not too long ago, and I would love to get y'all's opinion on this as well. Uh, in one of our lives, somebody asked, if you had MySpace... Oh. Now, what would your profile song be? (laughs) (laughs) It's the best question. I never had a MySpace, so. Bam. (coughs) I had Emily from first to last uh, on there, like, early on in my life. All the time. I was, um, yeah. Man. I gotta be honest. I you gotta can't be honest. say that. We're like, trying to be a 2004 like MySpace emo band. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're posers. Bye, dude. I tried. MySpace, to have a MySpace was like the era of MySpace. Kids. MySpace worked out for me the same way Tinder did. I had one for like an hour, and then I deleted it. I didn't understand how, to, how it worked, and I got rid of it. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Was this before or after Justin Timberlake bought bought it? Wait, what? What? MySpace. You know that? When? Yeah, Justin Timberlake bought MySpace. That's new. That's that's a while ago. No, I swear to God, it's real. It's real. (laughs) It's real. They made a movie about it. Is that what? Wait, wait. Is that why it's that called? Was a Facebook movie. Is that why it's called Hey Space now? Because you know, hey hey. <laughs> is it really called Hey Space now? <laughs> that was terrible. Oh, gone yes. now, man. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, the door a- opened on that one. <laughs> All right. Um. Oh man, that was good. Yeah, I remember what MySpace was. MySpace was this thing like Facebook way back in the day. <laughs> And you could have like, you could have a song on there. You could code your HTML code to like make your name flash you in know, different colors. If everyone could... that's did HTML on MySpace actually stuck to it, you know how many like website Coders. designers there would be out in the world? <laughs> right now? We would all be millionaires Somebody, right, right now. Come back I was so good at HTML back, back the then, MySpace but now Some of the, I don't one of these other two. I bet Jimmy oh, yeah. or Pat had Oh shit! Uh, you keep. Well, Brittany, who are you pointing to? This is like, what would it be right now? <laughs> uh, this is so. This is like. Well, this is like asking. Yeah, this is a lot. Now I understand what kids went through back in the day when you're choosing that song. How do I? How do I choose a song that best describes my personality? <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Your MySpace song back in the day. Like it was, it was the ideal thing. It told everybody who you were as a person. And if you had the right coding, you could hide that shit so no one can pause it, and they had to suffer through it. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) You got the right click view source. Everything you can get anything you want. Straight up. You can even change your backgrounds. You can even change your online now. Man, I was in high school like wheeling and dealing (laughs) and fucking HTML coding like with all these local bands. It's like. (laughs) What the fuck, man? What a Dude, time that, to be alive. Literally, that's like, before I had a full-time job, I used to just, like, code for, like, MySpace bands <laughs> and, like, design, like, these little shitty, like, graphic, like, banners. The widgets. Oh, yeah. oh my God, the widgets. <laughs> yeah. The Twitter widgets. There was this yeah. dude, um, Jimmy Nelson, this dude, Eddie oh, yeah. back in the day. Oh, yeah. He was, like, the main MySpace profile designer. So, dude, I would just, like, 
steal all his codes back then. <laughs> make my designs, put it in photo bucket, then just like where his codes were. That just Dude, took for, me back, bro. Probably like fifty bucks. I, I really feel like I missed out. Like I really feel like I really still like I have no like, idea. No idea. What's up? No idea. Where is it going? <laughs> you did miss out. Like back back when the only reason we knew local shows were happening is because somebody posted a flyer of it. And no, and it was a bulletin. Remember, and, and the bulletin would it. be like bulletin. It that's would change what it was. the subject so people would read it. Like, yeah. oh shit, my cat's missing. And then the the the, the info is just like so spam, 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 like thousand fucking flyers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's where you would also go to say, hey, I need bandmates. Yeah, uh, it was a crazy list. So what's mm-hmm. yeah. And they archived that shit. I don't, I don't know, man. Uh, if I... <laughs> what? If it makes you feel better, you can add a song to your Facebook now, so you still kind of feel like you're in the MySpace can you? days. Honestly, all right, yes. all right, all right. All right, right now, like right, right now, <laughs> right now, at this point, at this juncture, in the past. I would choose... Let's close that door. <laughs> right now. But if I like also though, also though, like um I'd I'd probably choose God Only Knows by Knocked Loose. Like I okay. I just you know I'd, see that's the problem is I don't know if I could narrow it down to one song. I never would have survived on MySpace. I wouldn't have been able to choose that's one okay. song. I would have you could sometimes you could sometimes and have Patrick's playlists. gone again. Oh god. I, <laughs> I already know my song. I already got a pick. I think Seven go years by Sailor right, Baby. Here we go. <laughs> right when you hit my page. Oh, yeah. Fire. <laughs> that was going to say that, too. Solid. Yeah. Solid. Solid. Dang, we even got the reenactment and everything. I know. I know at one point I had <clears throat> Your Soul Last Summer by Taking oh, Back Oh, yeah. Lots of Taking Back but That's not a common just one. That. Do you remember, like, you could add, like, a little tagline? Like next to your photo or whatever. And of course, like you added, like she said, don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the song plays. <laughs> Those were the days. Don't let it was... go. You're right. She oh. said, don't. <laughs> Arnley, yeah, yeah it's you, dude. All right, Arnley, you're last. Next. Last. Oh, next. shit. Arnley. My turn. Um, <laughs> your last one. I guess. Right, what song I would pick like right now? Yes. I'd have, I'm gonna go with Note to Self from First to Last. Oh, such a good mm. one. Yeah. That should never get old either, man. Like, forgot. Okay, but can we also talk about How the fact that maybe I shit class. my pants when I found Well, that. no, okay, I, I remember from believe, First to Last, but I didn't realize that Sunny was Skrillex. Mm hmm. Wait, Sunny Skrillex? Yes. Stop. Are you Please serious? I'm dead serious. Aren't they for real right now? <laughs> no way. <laughs> it's so frozen right yes, now. Yes, he for is me. Skrillex. That's cool. No, that's cool. <laughs> You're jamming what? Have you yeah, guys Skrillex ever seen is Ralph? Yes. What? <laughs> Skrillex is in uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes. It's like the is orb. <laughs> I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, Skrillex. Oh yeah, I know. I else. see you for sure. You're there. I think oh, I Did you guys lose me? Because I can't see anybody. Close to the thing, so we can all make sure. Yeah. That we oh see wait, you. you're all back. Can you all see right. me now? You're all back. Oh no. All right, yeah. Don't rub your eyebrows. Don't do that. It seriously messes me up. Good. Just don't rub your eyebrows. <laughs> yeah, don't rub your eyebrows. Dude, your glasses like cover your dude, eyebrows. It doesn't even look like you have. My eyebrows, eyebrows have their own. <laughs> I mean, I have one brow. Out. They're so honest. freaking big, dude. Oh, dude. It sucks. You have a really unibrow. Yeah. They have their own yeah, zip they code. Do. <laughs> killing this poor girl on you. At least you got like a nice, like clear, defined, like separation, though. You know. Could be worse. And man. then, and then Patrick's over here with his glasses. They're like perfectly shaped in the round mm-hmm. of his glasses. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, talk to me about. So you guys are on TikTok, obviously. You guys are on TikTok. 
Facebook, Instagram, all of those other things. And clearly you guys also have been doing music for long enough um, that you know what it was like back in the MySpace days, way back when, how everybody was trying to be something back then and how hard it was, especially through MySpace. Um, back then it was all street teams, local venues. There wasn't a lot of social media or anything to go back. Huh? I, I see them occasionally. Oh, yeah. Well, like, there's still some. You guys remember the secret shows? The which ones? What's up? The secret shows. Oh, yeah. Ooh. I remember those. They were never in my area. Fallout Boy did a... Fallout Boy that's did a, a random <laughs> secret show. Uh, no, that's either right, like, It had to have been right before COVID. Or, yeah, it was right before COVID. Fallout Boy did like a secret show set at like sub T in Chicago. Uh, it was like, yeah, dude, it was like, a, they didn't tell anybody about it until like the day of, and it was a super, like it sold out mm-hmm. immediately, but it, they better have only played the first record. Anything else? Like, respect, um, to give Brittany Samet, to give you guys some, con- some context, yeah. this venue that I'm talking about is literally like a, it's a narrow, but deep venue. I think it's like a 450 cap room max. And this is fallout boy. They're playing, you know, they're like an arena band and they did, but, they're from they're from Chicago naturally, so yeah. uh, they played this like really rad Lodo secret show a couple years ago, and like I mean sold out within minutes. But um, my I, I'm, my drummer was there, my drummer for Arabella was there and said it was just like it was like wild. They played like all the best like all their best songs, all their best hits, and like people just lost their mind. It was like a old school well done punk show. Yeah, Take This to Your Grave is their best album. Amen. Hands down. Like, hands down. But, um, where I was going with that is because we've, one of the things that we've had, like, a really interesting conversation about is how do you guys feel that social media now is affecting music and affecting artists and how getting the word out and everything? Because, again, it was all street teams and trying to get labels and everything else now it's like you could you could post one video on yep. tiktok i'm gonna go last like i'm gonna go last because i have so like how do you guys this, feel so like, i'll you... take forever so i'm gonna i'm gonna go dead last <laughs> i don't even know man i don't even know what i have thoughts on do we think it's, it's uh... <laughs> do we think it's a good thing do we think it's a bad thing it's not like, like how, it's like, not, how I feel do you like guys it's not necessarily good or bad it's just different now you know what i mean like you could release a song without having to release an album every year like you could release singles you don't have to record like a full album. You don't have to have a label. You don't have to like, um, yeah. Everyone's just yeah. trying to chase clout right now. I feel <clears throat> on social media, like you're just going at those Got numbers. Me. Do you think Algorithms. that the? No, you're good. Yeah, no, you're Connor, good. We'll come back to your thoughts on all that. But pertaining with that, um, do you think that it seems like now there's a lot more independent artists than there actually are? Uh, signed ones or actually going for labels. Do you think that independent artists are going to be something that kind of pushes away labels? Do you think labels will eventually go away and it be more of the independent scene or do you think labels are here to stay? How do you feel like that is? Because I feel like, me personally, I feel like there's a lot more independent artists. It's kind of like uh, Felicity said this in, in their interview when we talked to them and it kind of made sense. It's like the, the artists are taking back what's theirs at the end of the day, being an independent mm-hmm. artist versus getting signed to Atlantic records or something like that. It's like, as an independent artist, you can do the same exact things, but you're taking, you're taking it back for yourself, which I, I also feel like when you're, when you're an independent artist, like you can learn how to use GarageBand, you can use, learn how to use logic you can learn how to use a camera. Like you don't really need to label learn how to play guitar. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It says yeah. like it's like instead of selling your soul to somebody else to pay for everything, it's like you learn to do it on your own, and you get your own benefits yeah. for it, and you can do everything yeah. yourself instead of being like, "Here's my life." I mean, you sell your soul <laughs> when, you, when you get liquid death, but even still, that's Joe Maginello endorsed that. I wouldn't be mad about that, so it's fine. But um, I just feel like independent artists are kind of. They're taking it back, and I feel like that's a good thing. So I want to kind of get y'all stance on, especially being in so many different bands and like different genres of things. If that was more of an like, like I said, I'm gonna go last. I almost feel like it was a long. I almost feel like oh shit. No, no, no. I'm go going ahead. last. I'm going dead no? last. What do you, you say? Go. You go. 
Oh, I, I feel like I feel like the MySpace era kind of kicked off. He's got a lot of thoughts. It's like the MySpace era kind of kicked off to be where we are. I feel like if we didn't have the MySpace era, shit wouldn't be the way it is now with music. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of those artists are still like some of those MySpace art. You know what I'm saying? We all like those bands were like a MySpace band, like. Go going. They're like, I mean, some of them disappeared completely, and then they come back out of nowhere and somehow find it again. But I feel like the MySpace era kind of taught everybody a lot about being independent. Um, even though a lot of bands were still like, back then was still like the goal was to get signed and have a label. Um, I feel like, I don't know, la the last era of uh, of the the, the, the traditional like like, rock star mean. type. Uh, path that you take, I guess. I don't know. That's just me, though. Petri? Okay. Anybody else? Before Connor Go for it. it. Go for it. <laughs> Patrick's I mean, honestly, it. like, it's, it's, it's not easy doing it yourself. It's not easy funding, you know, especially funding. That's the biggest thing, right? So a lot of these bands say they are really good. They are really solid. They don't have any money. If you offer us $25,000 just to record an album and all we have to do is pay it back and then tour it endlessly and, you know, until we're all broke. Anyway, um, a lot of people will take that, you know, they will. a lot of people will take that just because they and it comes with like the glory that, oh, I'm signed now. It doesn't matter what label it could be some garbage label out of someone's garage. They, like, hey, I got 25K to burn right now. So here you go. True. But it's another way to look at it. came a lot of glory with that. Yeah. It's just um, a lot of bands felt like, you know, not entitled. They they earned it 100%, but it's like it was that was the level above the indie artists, you know, back when we were still playing shows or when I was still playing shows back in the mid 2000s and 2010s. Uh, yeah, so I think that um, I'm, I, this was a little negative, but uh, I, I think that um, – <laughs> I think social media, I think streaming, I think the entire online uh, experience to uh, music has helped it, has helped the music industry, has helped individual artists, has helped bands, um, you know, singer-songwriters, everything like that, as much as it has hurt them. And here's why. Uh, social media, in, social media... Uh, I guess I'll, I'll, okay. I'll start with the negatives first and then end on a positive note so it doesn't sound like I'm like a Debbie Downer here. Um, the uh, social media in general, when you're a business or you're a band or anything like that, uh, back in 2014 or 2015, Facebook, because uh, at that time, Instagram and Facebook were two completely separate entities. Now they are one. Zuck has zucked himself into one thing, you know, praise Zuckerberg. Um so uh, back then, uh, prior to 2014, 2015, uh, you could there, there was something called organic reach, where let's say you have twenty thousand let's say you have twenty thousand likes on your Facebook page, and you make a post, maybe ten thousand to eighteen thousand of those twenty thousand are going to see that, react to it, like it, comment, whatever. Uh, same thing with your Instagram. Same thing with your Twitter. Uh, and then after 2015. Social media companies realized that uh, these businesses, these artist pages, these pages that are not individual uh, personal pages, uh, businesses, I guess you could, you could consider them as, were getting all of this free exposure and social media found a way to capitalize on that. And what they did was is they turned social media from this platform where artists could uh, openly and freely exchange music share it around, get their name out there, do all of these amazing things that social media was originally designed to do. And they took it and they perverted it. And now what social media has become is a pay to play. Whereas if any, if you're a musician, you know what a pay to play is. You forfeit money to get your band some exposure. And so basically what you can do is now is you can boost posts or you can sponsor posts. So let's say, um, so let's say right now, uh, the never after has, Dude, Social media 101 like, was coming. Sorry, like, I, I'll try to make this brief, but, like, I do genuinely have, like, a lot of, like, a, a lot of thoughts about this. Like, no, go off, Cam. Um, You're good. Basically, what social, media, what social media now has become is, hey, what, dude, what social media now has become is, 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 hey, so you want your 2,500 <laughs> uh, likes or 3,000, 10,000, 20,000 
people that like your page, you want us to follow it, uh, you know, you want all those people to see it, great. Give us $1,000, sponsor it over the course of a month, and we'll make sure every one of those people gets it. Now, most artists in our position, lower position, even above us, don't have a grand, two, $500, $200 to even spend. And I know some people are probably listening to this like, that's insane. We don't spend a dime, da 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 da, da. But like, post anything on Facebook, post anything on Instagram, and then go look at the insights after about a week. Out of the 2,500 people, maybe, or whatever, that like your band page, 100 people have seen that post. Uh, so that, so that post that you made about your music, you know, Hey, I'm dropping this song here, da, 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 a fraction of your following has seen that unless you pay for it. So you got to pay, you got to, you know, pony up 20, 30, 40, however much you want to get, uh, as many people to interact and look at your post as humanly possible. Now they've, they've also that, you know, they've also made it so where you can like target posts. Uh, which has helped like you can pinpoint, you know, different, different things, uh, different audiences on who you want to market towards, but you still have to pay in order to get them. So that's why I kind of call it a pay to play. Um, you know, we all know Spotify streams. We all know the, the heat that Spotify has like caught over the last like year or so. So like, aren't they stop that? So, <laughs> so, that's <laughs> Arlie's just a black, black square for me. No, Brittany was so focused in, and then there's Arlie no, just. You're good. Basically, okay. So basically, like, so you know, Spotify has had all the problems there, but with all of like the negativity that has come with all of this, like you know, on the flip side of the coin, uh, it is much easier. Instead of you know waiting outside of shows and handing out flyers or tapes or doing anything like that. You know, you can sponsor a post and you can get your music out there to people that may not otherwise hear it uh, on Spotify. You know, you can get suggested as um, or you can get featured in other people's playlists as like a suggested artist or something like that. So there are, you know, while while I think that there are avenues that hurt individual musicians that don't have a big label, a big money bank sponsoring them, uh you know, to push their stuff to really distribute and everything like that. There are avenues that individual artists can take because of the internet to help get their music out there. I'm saying that in a way it's just like it has the internet in general streaming, all these different services have hurt artists as much as they have helped them. So I think that it's kind of a weird yin and yang type of deal where, uh, you know, you get bands that, put forth all this money towards advertising and all these other things that um, otherwise could be spent elsewhere. And, you know, you're not even getting the full, uh, you're not even getting all your viewers to see all that stuff. So I think that there's just kind of like a, like I said, a yin and a yang with it. And that, you know, there's that it's like an equal balance of good and bad. Sorry to be super long winded, but yeah, I mean, that's okay. I mean, in, in most of the situation, there's always going to yeah. be your, there's always ups and downs of everything that comes with it at the end of the day. I feel like right now, like, I feel like the social media always yeah. comes in phases. Like for a while, it was Facebook. Facebook was everything. You could do everything on Facebook and get all the attention and then it stopped. Same thing for Instagram. And then it stopped. And now TikTok's the hot ticket thing because they're not pushing so much of that, oh, buy this and promote yourself as some of the other ones. They've, They've started. started to. But yeah, I feel exactly. like with the way TikTok is, though, if exactly. you can hit the algorithm right, you don't have to, but it's going to be a lot harder to do that unless you can't. So, like, I mean, because we've been, prime example, I'm sure you guys can attest to this, too. Like, for, like, videos and things that we posted, we've been doing the seven seconds thing on everything that we've done is keeping it at seven seconds unless it's something else that needs to be longer. And there's some of them that don't hit the algorithm at all. And then there's other ones that hit it and go. Like I posted something about something corporate and it hit the algorithm and it ran for it. I posted something this morning and hit the algorithm, but then posted something else the other day that was totally relevant. It got like 20 views. So I feel like it's, if you understand the game, it's like HTML. <laughs> like how we were with, with MySpace. Once we mastered right. that, 
it was the best. Yeah. Now you got to master it with TikTok. And, and we're to, to its else. credit and to, you know, right. to kind of counterbalance, I know that I just went off on this Always big negative else. Nancy tangent. Like, I, like TikTok in, in and of itself has been extremely helpful to a lot of bands, you know, with like, if you pop off on TikTok, you know, that doesn't cost you any money. Like you don't have to pay to have, to have any of that done. So, in, you know, in, in, a, in multiple ways, TikTok has really yeah. kind of helped almost revolutionize the way, um, you know, much like how MySpace revolutionized the way bands and artists put out their music and become popular. And like, you know, you talk about like MySpace bands, you know, like you think of like a three or four bands you can off the top of your head, like that got famous because of MySpace. Like now you have TikTok bands or TikTok artists where people are getting famous off of that. And there's, no, you know, they're not funneling any money into it. It's just purely like, you know, like what Jimmy said, like algorithm based, you know, like if you can kind of hit that sweet spot, that seven second video spot, you know, you can, you can pop off on TikTok and that can really like, that can turn your whole thing around without paying a dime. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. Um, it, I mean, it's a big thing now, especially cause the way technology and everything is like take it and run with it. I'm just watching your cat kind of fall around. Mine? <laughs> Yeah. She's she's an attention whore. I mean, she's she's here. <clears throat> hey, oh, I see the tail. Um, basically, yeah, internet it's... killed the rock star. You wanna do you wanna make a cameo appearance? Ah, uh, I, I didn't kill it. <laughs> that's it, not my it words. That's my sons. So that's a huge positive, right? Like that's kind of one of those positives where it's like, yeah, it helps. Like that's that's what I, that's that's what I'm talking about. Is that like, wow, there's this big negative yeah. undertone to it. It also has this, like, now people can discover music, like, exponentially more than they ever have in the past. You know, people just stumble upon bands that, like, nobody's ever heard of. And then, you know, that just pops off. Like, so that's a huge upside to the internet, streaming, social media, and all that stuff. Like, that's a huge positive. Yeah, and that's like we were talking about, like, back when, if you want to discover new artists, new bands, new music, they either had to come in touring... You had to go to a local venue right. to catch them, or you would have to find them miraculously on MySpace. And the ways that we did, like, uh, we ran a promotion company way back when during the MySpace days. So we got to see other, mm -hmm. we were booking agents, touring agents, and everything else. Like, we experienced a lot of that. But then it's like, when we decided to do this, we were like, okay, so we're going to go. There's a lot of bands on TikTok that we found that just scrolling through the For You page, but it's like, if we're going to start this podcast, how far can we stretch it to meet all these different all these different people to bring the attention to it? Because now that you guys are on social media, and the thing that I've noticed is a lot of these incredible artists are on social media, but like the followings and the interaction with a lot of the bands is very small. When it's like how like why like they're it, it, they're producing incredible things, they're doing all of the right things. What can we do to be able to do that? And I was like. We started this a month ago, and we have, what, 15 interviews over the next two weeks of just random bands that we have found through TikTok? Yeah. From all over the United States. We've got the UK. We've got Canada. We've got all the other ones. We never would have had that in any other way. We discovered you guys that way. Granted, you were fully closed <laughs> in the shower, but we still found you with a vodka bottle that said RAR on it. But, I mean, it's it's... It's got its perks, but I understand the negative setbacks of it, too. Right. Because now it's one of those things, if people are TikTok famous, they're untouchable. You know what I mean? Like, which makes it harder. It makes it weirder. We've come across that a couple times where people won't talk to us because... Oh, that's too bad. They're TikTok famous, and they're too good for it, but it's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> uh, they're 330-somethings that are trying to, like, herd cats in a podcast. <laughs> The podcast that's just the three of us, it makes no sense whatsoever. That's right. It makes no sense. No sense. Um, well, guys, I appreciate you guys coming and hang out with us. We are uh, a little over an hour. But um, I did want to thank you guys for coming to hang out with us. This was, this was probably one of the funnier Yay. interviews that I think we've ever had, aside from Gary, who came through. And he's actually a comedian. So this was, mm. this was great. This was fun. Um, very, yeah. very excited. Thank you guys for thank you for having thank us. Thank you guys for answering my plea on <laughs> TikTok of hey, come on my podcast. Yeah, thanks for having. Um, absolutely, you yeah, guys are you. welcome 
anytime, yeah. anytime we're doing anything, that would be awesome. Um, I would definitely like to get you guys back once your EP drops, okay. so we can talk about that a little bit more. Yo, as well. we could we could be the uh, first two time guest to your guys' uh, podcast. Uh, <laughs> two time world champions. You could. You could. <laughs> oh, here we go. Right, you're you're the oh. first one with four. Right. Oh. Uh, we did we did talk with Felicity in their interview because they're getting ready to drop uh, another album in the next couple of months of doing a podcast episode, a blind react of their entire album. So maybe we can do one of your Felicity given all the ideas. I know they were on it because we have myself, Brittany and Alicia. And then there's two or three other ones that uh, girls that, that are super fans of what we do that would probably be interested in on it. Well, so I think that would be kind of cool. But either way. Thank you guys for stopping by. Um, your EP is dropping next month, which I would, I don't remember the date because my cat's April on 23rd. It. Um, but it's the end of, mm-hmm. right, I knew it was end of April. Um, and then we've got Little Bird dropping this week, correct. this Friday. And that's going to be on all streaming platforms, yeah. correct? Okay. Oh, also, before we end then, was it really cold when y'all shot that music video? Yes. Jesus. Okay, because there was one video and I saw Brutal. Connor's breath and I was like, oh. <coughs> no, that was oh, real. That was that all real. Okay. I was like, either you did that in post or that was real. So, no. either way, get added to it. Um, but again, thank you guys for stopping by. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. Um, please make sure that you guys go and check out The Never After. Um, you can find them on TikTok at the underscore never after you can find them on instagram you can find them on facebook you can find them on all social media platforms go give them a listen tell them the elder emo hour sent you thank you guys Uh, guys thank you again we appreciate you hanging out with us oh yeah